Welcome to El Ganso Podcast, where we explore the minds of rebellious souls that find home with us. Each month, we aim to understand their inspiration and become inspired. Join our conversation. Bienvenidos, Bruno Pernadas, Margarita, y Diogo. Thank you so much, you guys, for offering this little space of, of conversation. You're in your residence, your music residence. Mm -hmm. It's December 22. We're about to finish the year. And this yeah. is your first visit to Mexico, right? Yes, it yes. is. Right. Yes, How, it how's is. it been? Uh, really good. The weather is amazing. And the place is really beautiful. The view, everything, the food, your guys. So nothing to complain about. We're very excited for your show tonight. And I was very happy to have this conversation with you because... We've been following your music as a group and as individuals for a little while and having a band with so many colors and melodies and different personalities is something that we really appreciate here. Mm -hmm. As you know, we're a hotel that manages different artistic residencies, not just music, but also art and different expressions. And this space of the podcast has been a new experiment that we're trying to integrate to the cultural program that we have no so i want to know a bit about you please do tell us about the first albums that you've recorded your music mm -hmm. i know that you bruno mm -hmm. studied music uh, in portugal yes you're all from portugal yeah yes, all from are. portugal we, we actually we studied in the same school ah uh yeah jazz school two well separate schools one it's the hot club of portugal which I study, and Maggie as well. Diogo, I don't think he did. And then we went to College of Music of Lisbon, where we all studied, the three of us. And we all, the three of us met at the same time in, um, in a workshop uh, for a jazz yeah, big was, band, yeah. for a jazz big band, in, in 2004, I think. 2016. 2006. Six, six, six. Six. No, six. Oh, six, six. Yeah, 2006. 2006. We yeah. met, we, the three of us met the on the same day. The wow. same day. The yeah. big band. So it was written in the stars in the space or yeah, something. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> it was written not just with music. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. How was it? How did things started to flow? Well, they started a little later for me. I didn't know. I didn't really know how to play that much. But I was really glad that I met Bruno and, and Diogo and some other friends at that workshop. It was really amazing. I, I didn't like Bruno that much, actually. <laughs> he, was, he was rude to me, but I like him now. <laughs> See the things that you get to hear in this little moment? I already, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because a comment, I did a comment of, of the piano. She was, she was not reading. I was messing up the chords, uh, and, and the he chords. told me, hey, those yeah. chords are wrong. That's the first thing Bruno ever told me in wow. life. Hey, your chords are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But she's like a brilliant musician, as you know. You, you all are brilliant musicians. Thank no. You. When did you started uh, creating this group? Okay, so I started this project in 2014 by myself in a studio with a friend. Actually, Afonso, you know Afonso? You met Afonso before. Yeah. He was there at the studio working. 
He records some of the stuff I record. So I was doing all by myself, and I would invite people to come over and play some parts. Uh, and Maggie did that. Uh, Diogo, he didn't. I think he didn't record at the first record because only had flute and saxophone. Didn't had no trumpet. And when the record was finished, like in 2015, I started to gather a band to perform live. And there was a trumpet player, but then he left, and then I invited Diogo. But Maggie, she was there from the start. So that record uh, was the first one I I recorded with this project of mine in 2014. And then we played not many shows, like two or three during that year. And from that, involved to a lot of shows and other records. And here we are. And here we are. In San Jose. So explain me, because um, I was reading a little bit about the story, and it says pop, space... Mm -hmm. pop and then electronic and then jazz mm -hmm. but when you listen well, when we listen to your music there are so many different ambience no mm -hmm. and it's like a, a journey yeah so how would you describe this journey through music and these different types of music well it's because i listen to a lot of music different music mm -hmm. and when i'm composing i'm and writing new music i i try to be free and not giving that too much attention to what kind of style I'm writing. So it just flows like an improvisation. And I just don't care what it comes up. If it's a <laughs> hip-hop song, it's a hip-hop song. If something else, it's something else. I really don't have anything attached in advance. I just go with the flow and we'll see what happens from there. So that's the way you co-write or co-create We don't co-write. No. Yeah, I write all brutal. the stuff and then I'll leave space a lot of space for improvisation. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, because here we're um, talking also about these different albums. You released one in 2014 and mm -hmm. then 2016. Then this this album, they were also doing some very acclaimed critics regarding the space, age, pop, and mm -hmm. folk, and world music. Mm -hmm. no? It's also something very interesting to see the design and the covers of mm -hmm. the album. And the titles of the song, no, of each song, and yeah. I'm I want to hear a little bit more about that story. Well, um, it depends on the record. The first one I did the visuals and the artwork, and some of the lyrics we we shared. Um, we did it by ourselves. And then on the second record, um, I didn't work on the artwork, but I did the lyrics and the the music. And on this last one, I did the artwork with a friend who is the label owner, the label I'm in. It's called Pataka Discs, and that's about it. So you not just write music, but also paint, It's like a design. hobby. Mm -hmm. A hobby. It's something that nurtures your... Yeah, when I have the time path. to. And is this something that the rest of the band has a saying? Your how does, how does the band comes into the creative uh, process? Well, uh, in music terms i think bruno writes for us when when he writes music nowadays because the band is the same for some time now i think he thinks of us when writing the songs yeah, yeah that's true uh, you know when i'm writing some tune i know that it's going to be diogo's going to be jamming and improvising with the flute and maggie's skills on the vocals as well i can write a lot of stuff very freely because i know maggie can do it yes yeah, so so i think we we come in in the creative process in, in that term. The rest of the creative process that involves Bruno's work, the covers and all the 
uh, aesthetics that he does, we don't come in that much. But I, I, I love it. I, I'd love to have the, those skills, those art skills, <laughs> because he does uh, really beautiful collages and the, the video, sometimes he does it uh, yeah. himself too. Yeah. He's, he's really uh, complete on the, the, the art forms. Actually, I made a poster for this concert. It's going to be tonight. It's going to be for sale tonight. Oh, that's in, nice. At the venue. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Very talented. <laughs> all of you. Yeah. All, all, of all of the band is amazingly talented. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you come from, now that I hear that you went to school together and you're friends from a long time and colleagues from a long time, you guys are a family, mm -hmm. basically, no? Yes. But you also have different interests in music. What about you, Maggie? What about you, Diogo, regarding the music that nurtures you? Yes. Uh, It's a thing that happens a lot when you when you play with different bands. So here, I think it's uh, it's what Maggie was telling uh, because we played together in this band since the beginning. So Bruno starts to write the music for us. So it's very specific, and he, he thinks a lot uh, crazy ideas and to do wind section and the brass section and everything and the voices all, all of us have some problems with that at some time because it's difficult things uh, sometimes uh -huh. but we can manage it so we, yeah. we have a kind of um, a static um, field to fill in but uh, for all of us I think it's very natural because it's made for us also so he thinks some ideas And he writes everything on the music, the, the the written part of the music. But it's always, I don't know, and we, we, we grew up together also. So we have a lots of uh, common influences and another that maybe not. We started to grow in maybe in some different directions also. I went a lot to Brazil, but uh, the, the lots of things that are... Uh, because the uh, Bruno's music is so eclectic you know so it, it's difficult to have some influence that it's it's not allowed here you know because that's the thing the the amazing thing on this band you can pick all the influences and try to do a, a beautiful static music you know because it's i think it's his way uh, the the way he can put all the, these influences together with some mastery i think it's one of the most And leaving Important traditional things. styles aside a little bit too, no? because I can imagine that jazz, that mm -hmm. is one of the most uh, noted in musical influences in your band. Mm -hmm. It sounds so free, but yet I'm not a musician, but mm -hmm. I'm assuming that is... Because we, we, we studied jazz, yeah. we three together, yeah. and uh, it's, it's a, it's a, this, this is the thing, I think it's a jazz band that don't play jazz. <laughs> yeah, some so, of the yeah some of the members come they come they came from a, a rock background. Yeah, rock bands. The rhythmic section. The rhythm, is, is yeah, the, the rhythm rock section. Band here. And I come from the rock as well, but I study a lot of music, so I'm more in the mix of academic and uh, rock adventurers. But you're thinking it's like yeah. a jazz musician, yeah. so but that's the yeah. Thing. We played yeah. jazz for a long time before I, I my, my, myself, yeah. Diogo, and we played jazz for a long time before starting this project. But we, we, we all we, we studied jazz, but we have a lots of different backgrounds. Like I'm, I'm from the the mountains, and I played a lot in uh, in bands, 
like marching bands and everything and funk bands uh, and uh, I think we all we all bring these to the to the music and Bruno it's has a lots of influence, different influences so he can manage that so you come from the mountains you it's is that like the mountains from where i'm curious about that little thing <laughs> it's a, yeah it's a north north northeast in portugal it's a place uh, with celtic origin Ah, yeah. and music like volcanic would be no, or it's what? A, no music. It's a very poor situation <laughs> 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 because uh, with uh, with a uh, uh, dictatorship, no dictatorship. I think they they screw up with all the music that mm -hmm. was alive from the uh, ancestors, Celtic ancestors. Wow! And they just they just made fado like Portuguese music, but it's not. So so we lost a lot of things there, and it's a very depressive people there. <laughs> and they don't play any music. Just sometimes at the parties, like saint parties, the, the, Philhar the Philharmonic Band, it's the name. More religious connotations then. Yes. It's a marching band. And very bad, actually. <laughs> because they don't have any references at the time when I was a kid, so... I moved to 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 see, but it it's it's nice because it uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's like everything. So I I had the space to to the curiosity. So I went there. It was actually when we met. It was the first time I was outside. So I I, I went to Lisbon to this workshop because I saw the the word jazz and I thought, oh, okay, <laughs> it seems very good jazz. And we met at the uh, yeah, <laughs> and I think it was the first time I met jazz something like it was students all students mm -hmm. playing in a jazz big band yeah. like standards, embraceable you yeah. I don't know all the things you are, yeah, Cole Porter moments. and yeah stolen moments Oliver mm. Nelson thing classical yeah. jazz yeah. and it started there I I felt like oh okay people that improvise and that plays like free so interesting what about yeah. you Manx? uh i'm i'm from lisbon uh not not that interesting uh my um, yeah i i have uh african family but um i grew up in in lisbon um never lived anywhere else and um yeah i i grew up listening to a lot of music my my mom is a singer and my my father is a sound engineer so it, i have music in the family um and yeah I, i love i grew up listening to a lot of soul and uh a lot of american music actually not not that portuguese um i i started to know a lot of different music because of bruno actually he he showed me an, another world and maggie as well she showed me another a lot of stuff from the 80s oh, thank you There is a vintage vibe with all of the mm -hmm. image of the band. There is something mm -hmm. around yeah. it, no, yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. Not all of them are like into the vintage no, no. world. No. It's not, not so much. To tell no. you the truth, it's not, to be honest. No. Some of them are, some <laughs> are not. It's Bruno, because uh, it's a huge uh, influence in the band, because it's his band. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's not it's a band. Nice it's, it's my solo project, yeah. and I invited my friends to perform the songs with me. Although I'm not the singer-songwriter typical no. that's in front, Actually, singing the leads. Now. 
I let Maggie sing the leads and Afonso. <laughs> so I, I'm in the, I'm on the side, you know, conducting, not directing. Directing, yes. In the shadows. It's your music, but it's it's kind of a band. And how many uh, of you are? Because I've heard that before you were. Um, in used to be nine, yeah, nine, nine, no? nine piece ensemble. But but it was kind of a mistake because I wanted to do that because I thought that people will really give attention to that detail, that we could launch things through a background, like from a whatever device to play the background music, to put the backing track, and I didn't want to do that. You know, so I, during all those years, I tried to have the full band playing nine people, and then that actually was not that good because I lost a lot of opportunities, you know, to travel because we were so much people and like Brazil and other countries, they wanted for us to go there and travel and play, but then it didn't happen. And now we're a seven-piece ensemble, sometimes six, only with uh, Diogo playing the, the the flute and the trumpet, and it's easier, it's easier. It's easier to be seven than nine, a lot easier, of course, yeah. And to travel as well, and sometimes we play with a six-piece ensemble, yeah. How's it been your path after the pandemic? How did you leave this moment? Were you all together in Portugal? Um, so during the pandemic was hard because they, there were no clubs to play or festivals to perform. Uh, after the pandemic, like, for instance, this year has been great because we, we've been playing a lot of uh, shows and we've been playing all the shows that didn't happen in 2020 and 2021 because of the pandemic. So this year was a full year of uh, shows and performances, and that, that was good. I've also read a little bit about other projects that uh, you're interested in. And it's been that you're doing soundtracks for films also. Yeah, 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 yeah. And performing mm -hmm. arts, theater, contemporary yeah. dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is something that I think it's also very interesting for you to share with us. Yeah, so after that first record came out, a lot of people start, started texting me and calling me to collaborate with them, uh, mostly in dance and movies. I did a, uh, like five or six plays, like theater plays, but the rest was movies and dance. So it, it was great. And I did a show during the pandemics for Netflix called Gloria. It's worldwide. And it's been great, really. Some people, it's they're very easy to work with. Some other people are very hard to work with, you know, because of the... Um, they have a specific language. And sometimes as a musician, as a composer, it's really hard to to try and capture, capture that uh, language they built by themselves. It's, it's hard because you have to imagine what the people, the other people, the other person wants to hear on their work. It's not your work, it's theirs. And you have to be able to, you know, collaborate in a way that... Because they don't speak the same language as you do. They don't know music, so it's really hard to connect sometimes. But I think I, I've done a, a good job so far. And this last year I was working with Maggie because Maggie is going to release a new record, our first record, debut record, next year. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. The single is already out there if you want to listen. It's on digital platforms. So, yeah, it's a compromise between working for other people and working for myself. And mm -hmm. me and Maggie, we also teach at the jazz school where we met each other, the same facility, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's much about it. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. That part of going back to where you were studying and now you're in the other side, on the education side. And mm -hmm. yeah. also giving back, no? Yeah, giving back. We love to teach, yeah. 
Well, as teachers, um, our perspective is is very particular because we teach at one of the biggest jazz schools in in Portugal. So it's specific because it's um, uh, focused on jazz students. But my my perspective, at least, is that there are a lot of young people uh, interested in studying uh, music, not jazz in particular, but they find jazz as a way to develop other other styles. And the and it's actually actually well because there are many jazz students now that develop their skills to do other stuff in music the, it's changing the the scenery at least in in Lisbon but i think that's not only Lisbon there's a lot of new groups coming up there's a lot of young people playing there's a lot of bands the indie scenery is really um rich now i think there's a lot of people playing and a lot of yeah, people playing good yeah, music it's different from our generation because when i was at a hot club most of my colleagues and, fr and friends they want to be there to play jazz for the rest of their lives you know at least that what they that thought was the dream. that was the dream it didn't happen but nowadays well, the the kids that we teach and some of them are not kids they're grown-ups uh they just want to learn the basics so they can do their own projects, their own bands, their own solo projects. I don't, there's like a few who go into the jazz world and go study outside Portugal. Like some of them go to the Netherlands and the U.S. Uh, but most of the, um, the students, they just want to learn the basics, uh, the basic harmony and some like a language, a new language to be able to do their own thing. And that's good. Mm -hmm. We don't mind. Yeah, it's yeah. great. <laughs> but, it, but it's actually very different from the scenery that was going on as students ourselves. Because there weren't that much young people with, with bands or with indie in Portuguese. They, it, that wasn't the scene. The, we, we wanted to, I, I wanted to be a, a jazz musician. And, and then I realized that, well... First of all, there's no work for jazz musicians. There, well, there's few work for jazz musicians in, yeah. in, in restaurants, Portugal. You can play gigs. It is super beautiful that you guys are working from the educational side and bringing yeah, back yeah, yeah. to it. On the same, on the, yeah, on the same facility, on the same school. Yeah, I give guitar classes at the same room I had my guitar classes. <laughs> <laughs> same true. windows, no same ceiling, same everything, same amplifiers. Didn't change that much during this <laughs> yeah. long period of time. That is amazing, you guys. Thank you so much for Thank sharing you. these memories with me and for sharing your time in the studio. I'm very anxious to listen to the songs that you wrote here and that mm -hmm. you're going to perform tonight. Also, to hear your new record, Maggie, and to listen to your different independent projects. Hoping to see you soon again. And yeah, hopefully. Thank I you hope you enjoyed Mexico us. also. I know that... It was your first time. Hopefully, you'll come back to another festival or we a concert. We don't want to leave. Don't it's go. It's a problem. <laughs> no, it's please. a problem. <laughs> Did you ever um, have some knowledge about Mexican culture. music or culture yeah, at all? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. See? I was into that. Ah, yes. Ah, really? That is amazing. Please tell us the story. <laughs> the mariachi song you were teaching Tomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I needed to... To go into a mariachi scene because we, a friend of us, uh, accepted a 
challenge to do something in a international movie festival or something. And he was able to choose the country. And Salvador uh, needed to, to choose another country <laughs> because he was doing French music, um, Latin music. Uh, and he thought, mm, maybe México. ¿Por qué no? Claro. <laughs> y entonces... <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, so he got in, into this thing and we tried to understand what, what could we do on this festival. And he, he, he needed to, to choose a movie. So he picked up, uh, I think it was some of Buñuel. Uh, Luis Buñuel. Sí, Los Olvidados. Mm -hmm. Y uno de Cuarón. De Alfonso Cuarón. Y ahí tendríamos uh, the movies and the music. And at the time I, I thought that I, I, I knew some about Mexico, como mariachi, pero I thought it was like a, a square music, like 4-4 four, four bar, like uh, musical terms, um, simple things. And uh, when I was into that, I started to discover like things very difficult. And that I didn't know, so I started to study a bit, and we needed to play La Negra. El son de la negra. Son That's why you were asking me the other day. You yes, were you were singing yes, it also. Yes. La negra y algún son jali, jalice, Jaro, jarocho y jaliseño también, eh, con arpas, jarochas y eso. All of that, and it, it was like the first time. It was crazy. And it's I, complex, no? Also, yes, it's very, very difficult, complex. Very difficult. So I went into uh, the tradition, the traditional thing, the ranchero, trompeta, ranchera, si así. That is so interesting and so fun. I actually yeah, you, recorded you were... the album of Mexican songs. Before that, I didn't remember that. <laughs> I recorded an album of Mexican songs yeah. from the movies and everything. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Good luck today at the show. Not yeah. that you don't need it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, to all of you guys that are listening, this uh, is Bruno, Maggie, and Diogo. Thank, Thank you. Until next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you're a creative and rebellious soul looking for inspiration, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on our social media to learn all about our arts and music program so you can plan ahead when visiting Hotel El Ganso.